Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast where we try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer located here in uh, fall and actually snowy now, uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. But today's a little bit different. Um, super excited to have uh, Nick Corso join us, and, and he's kind of beloved by his handle of Corso on the on the V Friends Discord. And you know, we talk a lot about customer experience and customer service. Well, you know, the NFT space and the community that is being evolved with with NFTs is is something that is is kind of the next level, right? Of of community or customer support. You know, people don't realize that you know. I'm just looking today that the V Friends Discord has has over 362,000 members, right? So there's a lot of different personalities and a lot of different things to kind of look out for and help and and obviously kind of sometimes probably put in, into their place. So having said that, Nick. Thank you so much for joining us. I know I got a ton of questions for you, but uh, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I, I know, you know, my audience knows what VFriends are. I mean, at least most of us, I, I believe, do. I mean, I, you know, was an early holder and bought the, you know, the day that, that it came out, um, you know, have a bunch of VFriend 2s and kind of the, kind of have been through the kind of the process and kind of explained to my audience. But just real quickly, can you just talk, you know, kind of from your perspective, you know, kind of what V Friends is, and and really how you got involved with the with the process with with Gary and 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 the whole kind of the whole deal. Yeah, so V Friends in my eyes is like I, I try not to explain it as an NFT project to anyone, just because when you say NFT, people always think of oh scam or this right. or that or too complicated. So I explain V Friends as an IP that is building out characters with positive traits to help spread kindness and all these positive traits around the world. So that that's like my the, like my quickest way of explaining it, and I, it's definitely easier for anyone to understand that way. Yeah, and I probably should have explained too. I mean, your role. I mean, you are the the, the community success lead at V Friends too, right? So yeah, you're you're the one that's kind of really dealing with with the community members, with the holders, and with with probably potential holders as well. Yeah, yeah. So with my role, um, that's actually like pretty new. Uh, I think it was, it might've been like July or June. So been like three months, four months uh, as that role. Um, but it's definitely been an evolution from the over a year. Right, right, right. And you know what? It's funny. I, I was at VCon and I liked a lot of people were talking about not NFT projects, but almost NFT companies, right? And like 
because these yeah. guys, there's, there's venture capital that was coming in space. Brands were coming in. CEOs were running these things. So mm-hmm. I think that's a that's probably a really good point too that I, I should probably take. But hey, can you take us through whether it's you, whether it's somebody on your team, just just a moderator, right, in the Discord, kind of watching? Can can you just run through kind of their normal day? How does that look from when they, you know, they kind of are on and and they're in the Discord? What do they do, or or how does that work? Yeah, so some we we have like a, a a quick easy mod schedule that we use for them just way we kind of cover all the time zones um possible mm-hmm. um and on a normal day they'll hop in during their time and they'll just chat in the general chat um we have support tickets in the discord they're not required to 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 go through them but a lot of them like to if they can answer and help people out um but just like hanging out in the general chat hanging out in other channels that they're interested in um and just you know answering questions where they can flagging questions that they can't answer to to the team um and yeah just trying to keep the vibes positive are there different tiers right so yeah if somebody can't handle that a moderator can't they can pass that on oh yeah so uh as a moderator if they can't handle it they will pass it on to me um mainly so um they there, there is one mod who knows more about one specific thing, uh, mm-hmm. ledgers, hardware wallets. So we'll flag stuff to him for hardware wallet stuff. But besides that, a lot of this stuff gets flagged to me. Are there any any specific? Are you guys just using kind of the Discord tools, or are there any other you know tools that you can talk about that that you guys utilize? We just use the Discord um, and and then just emails. You know, just Web two. Um, right, right, right. So gotcha. Yeah, we don't use any like special tools um, to get it done. One of the things that I think is is kind of profound, and again, I'm an outsourcer, so you know, we're thinking about, and we have Expedia Digital that we're trying to possibly, you know, do some of this from an outsourcing standpoint. And, and a lot of the questions that I get are cultural questions, right? So, you know, kind of my question is, do you think? Does the community define the culture of the community, if that makes sense, or or do the mods and do the 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 kind of the owners of the project, or is there kind of like a collaboration? And how do you how do you kind of find that fine line of kind of maybe what what your team wants compared to what where you see kind of the community is going, or maybe some people are going in that community? Yeah, so I, it really depends on the community because some communities will control the culture because the team isn't. Um, us as a team like that's that's our goal is to like we don't want to control the culture but we want to you know we want to keep the culture as like a positive environment we want mm-hmm. everyone's you know we want people to succeed um and so as a team and and the moderation team as well like that is our goal is to to spread that spread kindness keep everybody positive you know everybody can disagree on things it's totally fine um but we want to make like we want to kind of be that light for anyone um, whether they're, you know, just having a bad day or maybe they're just, they're just not in a good spot. And, you know, we want to just try to make everyone happy um, right. and help develop people. Maybe if they're just in a rut um, and, you know, com- the community can kind of change the culture. That's just the nature of a big community because there's more people in the community than there is on the team. <laughs> uh, right. right, right, right. But it, it is important that the team, um, for any community like this, you know, at least puts their say or puts their hand in to try to help um, and try to guide that culture in a positive way. 
And and I think just two more maybe follow-ups on that. Um, you know, one specifically to V friends and, and the other one maybe more general. So to start general, is, is there any type of do you guys track, say, an influencer, or do you track maybe somebody who has been consistently causing issues in the Discord? Or is that kind of just you kind of play by ear for the for the day and how that goes? How is there anything that, that goes into that? There's no like actual process to track either. Uh, influencer wise, we don't really like at least on my end, like I don't really track any influencers. Um, people who may disrupt the community, like we have a general sense of who the who the people are. Who the jerks are, right? <laughs> uh, and and so like you know all the mods are aware of those users, and so it's kind of just like a you know just keep an eye on them. Um, you know try to be positive to them if you can, like if you have something to, you know, if you can help them with something, you know, just try to, um, because it's really the only way to, to fight someone with anger or someone with just like a trolling mentality is to just kill them with kindness. Yeah. No, I I like that. And, and and I think specifically to V friends, did you see any type of changes? So I believe it was last May, May 10th when, when V friends one came out. Right. And mm-hmm. then, um, so there was a, this community that was in, in Gary and, and, and everybody and team started to build that community ahead of time. Um, and then, you know, later on a year and a half, year and a little bit more V friends two came out. Right. So V friends one was a smaller community and obviously V friends two was this, you know, kind of this massive and brought a ton more people into the, into the community because the prices were a little bit lower and there was, there was more to that. Did you guys see any type of shift in in the people or or culture wise? And again, culture is just really I think it it it, it in, in, really interests me. Like you know, with with all these different changing phenomenon, did you see any difference between V Friends One, V Friends Two? Did you guys have conversations on that? Um, there's definitely a difference. Um, there's a lot of people who were, let's say, OG to V Friends, mm-hmm. um, and after V Friends, they a lot a lot of them got into other nfts and so they learned a lot within each other on their own rather than in the v friends discord so over time they kind of to my understanding strayed away from the the v friends discord um because there wasn't stuff for them to learn specifically Mm -hmm. um that makes sense yeah so it's you know it's completely understandable and so the kind of the general crowd i I don't know if crowd's the right word but the general you know the active people in the discord are a lot of people who minted series twos and then there's still a bunch of people who minted series ones who are still active in the discord or or maybe bought series ones uh down the road um but it's not really something we've had like extensive conversations on because it's kind of just the nature of things like you know there's two things with it one like people move on from things, people learn and, and they want to keep learning. A lot of people who are in, indulged, I think that's the right word into this space. Like yeah. they want to keep learning. Um, and so they're going to go to places where they can learn that benefits them. Um, and something with V friends, you know, there might not be specific things that they can learn from, but there is still experiences. There's still activations that a lot of them do partake in because that's where a lot of value is. Um Nick, I think that's a good point. I mean, Gary, I mean, that was one of the missions, I think, of VFriends too, especially at the beginning, right, was I didn't know anything. Like, yeah. I had no clue how to set up a wallet, how to do that. And that became like the NFT 101, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think you guys have tried to to move, you know, to the, 
you know, to the higher up, but I think that still makes sense. This is a space and, and I recommend like anybody getting newer in a space to go to the V friends discord because everybody is friendly. Um, and, and you can ask questions and they, there, there's a lot of support and a lot of help there. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's a lot of community members who are helpful as well. Like the mods are helpful. Community members are also too. Getting into, and again, this will be my last like negative question. I don't want this no to be, I mean, not negative, but like just things that, that kind of interest me as well. Like if you do have somebody who is, who is, you know, causing some, some issues in the discord and you guys have tried is there a, a specific policy that you guys have? Or again, is it more of a feel for like, Hey, listen, that's enough. You know, you got, you got to, you got to leave or, or how does that kind of, how does that work? And I promise I will move on from that. Yeah, no, no worries at all. We have, we have like a, I don't think it's too like we have a structure of like a, a warning system and a mute system, like that kind of thing um, for users that are more prone to cause issues. We try to like, instead of warning and muting because, you know, we don't want people to feel like they're silenced. Right. Um, some people do express their feelings in general chat and it might not be a positive thing for us or against us, but it's still something that, you know, can be heard. I, it's not something we want to stop. Um, so there's definitely a fine balance between like negativity and, and constant negativity and, you know, someone just expressing the way they feel about something. So we're very, I don't want to say lenient, but we're very careful um, with who we will warn for what and, and, and mute. Um, but most of the moderation that happens is just like people shilling. <laughs> so right, right. the people who yeah. are, you know, some people who are in general chat, um, you know, we, we try to do our best and uh, to be careful because we don't want to upset anyone. That's like the last thing we want to do. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're very careful, um, but we do have like a warn system and mute system in place to kind of structure it. Do you guys have any, any specific, like let's say a, a new mod wanted to come on. How, how do you train them? Do you use the discord? Cause discord has a pretty robust kind of moderation kind of platform training system. But mm -hmm. how do you guys do that? If somebody would come on, kind of new how do they get trained or, or kind of learn yeah so um it's a good question because a lot i think majority of our mods were never a mod in another discord before ours um so they all kind of started with us which is pretty cool um and so the learning the, the way we did learning was um like yeah we would recommend that they read through the discord um discord's moderation thing because it, it like if you don't know discord you'll learn a lot about discord through mm -hmm. that and you'll kind of learn about everything you really need. Um, so we, we recommend they go through that. Um, and then usually I will hop on, hop on a call with like a group because like if we get new moderators, usually it's like a few rather than just one. So we try to figure out a time that works best for everyone. And we hop on a call and I just kind of go through everything. Um, we had like, we, we still have a, um, a mod handbook that we go through. Um, however, we haven't hired a mod in like six, seven, eight months. Right. So we haven't, we haven't had to use it or, we, you know, it'll have to be updated next time we use it. Um, but yeah, so we, we have uh, a nice handbook that we, that we made. Uh, I made it like my first week as a, as a discord manager, right. like over a year ago. So um, we use that. It, it really helps. And then we always, what we did this past time is we, we had like a buddy system. So a new mod would, would team would pair up with a, a mod that, knows everything like right and, and and that would help them or they would have like a group of a few mods that they could reach out to um this way like they can get the help they need and of course they can reach out to me or you know <laughs> anyone, right. anyone right else there. but but they have those other moderation moderators um that they can 
get assistance from if they need. No, that's, I think that makes sense. Um, one of the things too, I think, you know, that you guys are very proactive, at least from the point of, you know, consistently trying to get the message out in the discord, but can you talk about the, maybe the evolution of the scams um, that have, that have happened into discords knock on wood? I mean, V friends has, I, I think has had much more success in avoiding that um, than, than some other projects. Can you talk about, you know, how you guys go through that or, you know, what are some of the things that you're always wary of um, when it comes to that? Yeah. So um, the, the main way they always happen is like fishing attempts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like one thing we did with V friends is like, like I always like whenever there's a new scam, I try to send it to all the team members that, you know, have like, special permissions in the discord so they're aware and i I mean i share i try to share it with everyone if if it's needed um this way everybody's aware but we just try to keep everyone educated on the team including the moderators um and we also have very limited permissions for everyone Mm -hmm. um because we don't want anything to happen um in regards to scams uh, they've definitely slowed down right now because you know the market's Tanking, like it's, everything's just down so um there, there are still scammers of course but there's not like big attacks trying to be had like trying to be had um but yeah and you guys do things like you can't post links right i mean links yeah we we have a lot of things um with some bots we have them automatically like moderated out so like mods don't have to go through and yeah right attack and, and kind of yeah all yeah because it because you know people will always in any discord before nfts joined discord I, I was on Discord and people would always just drop Discord links and random people's Discords like, hey, join my Discord or hey, this like right. just spammy stuff. Um, and so, of course, that still happens today. And that's something that, um, you know, that gets blocked as well because it's just very spammy. Do you do you see a need? And, and I want to get kind of maybe the evolution of getting past Discord, right? Because I think that everybody kind of talks that through. But you know, for, at least for where we are now, where, where most communities, most brands are are utilizing that platform that really wasn't made for this in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but talk, can you talk about different channels, right? So right now, I mean, most things are done, you know, digitally, right? D- done through kind of SMS in an IM world. Um, obviously, there is a a way to do some some voice in a Discord, but like, do you see that evolving too of different channels um, for, for servicing, maybe tickets and things like that? And again, this kind of probably just goes to my contact center kind of background, right? Where, you know, everybody's looking for different channels to interact with the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you see that as, as evolving as well? Yeah, I'm sure something will come out that, that works a lot better for the needs. Um, however, like Discord, like as a team, like their security team has has done a pretty good job of trying their best to, like they've been doing a lot of updates on their end to try to you know fix all these issues, the spam, try to prevent all the spam before it even comes, um, or as it's sent. Um, so at, at least they've done a good job adapting, and there's a, a lot of people have made great Discord bots to help with security mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but there's definitely a possibility that in the future there's a new platform, um, just like any platform. Um, for anything, because um, like I Facebook wonder too if, if when these brands come out, right? So you know, to 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 have their own internal, right? Yeah, internal no, that's, I I think even that too could be like a, a a good way to do it is like have their own community on their website or something, mm-hmm. or or have like a sub part of their website where it's it's like their Discord. Uh, that's totally possible too with with 
with projects that have a robust tech team because it's not an easy thing to do. Right. Um, but yeah, that that would probably be the most ideal for really any. Um, the only thing is with Discord, it's like you can just scroll down, you can click on each server. You don't have to. Right yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to go to a website. Um, but yeah. I, right. I, and, and I think, right, that probably may limit use, right, of, of that because it is so easy right now, right? All of my yeah. projects that I'm in or want to know about are all right there mm-hmm. um, that you can click. Can, Nick, how about just building community? I, I know that's not really your your core, core role, but let, I mean, let's just say there is an NFT project that's out there and obviously, you know, building community and, and doing that is really important. Do you have any tips for for, you know, you know, maybe starting from scratch or, you know, you have a smaller community that you'd like to build out. Like, are there certain things that, that you would kind of recommend to, to help those guys out? Yeah, it's definitely a difficult thing to do, um, especially if you don't have like, so like Gar- for Gary, you know, he has a huge following. So people right. are people are going to join for someone who doesn't have a following or doesn't really like they just want to start something. Uh, it's definitely difficult. I think the main thing that a lot of discords lack when they're trying to grow is like the the need for someone to want to join like why are they going to join because because you have a cool idea is that a reason for them to join and then like like, they they want value yeah like people want value um regardless Uh, maybe it's to support you right so there's a lot of different reasons why people join and you kind of want to hit hit many of them like you you want to provide value wherever you can um whether that's, you know, I think free value is better, at least at first, until you grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, like, there has to be, like, a, a reason to come back to the Discord. Like, once they join, they might get the value, and then there's no more value. So why would they come back? So there has to be, like, that 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 reason for them to, to consistently check the Discord or, you know, or, or the community, wherever the community is. Um, so that that's something that I've always thought is, like, just, like, value value is everything with getting people to join and getting people to stay. I know you cut, we kind of touched on this too, but you know, where do you see this? I mean, I know we talked about maybe the, the only, the, the websites, but um, I would think, you know, when it comes to brands, things are going to get a little bit more difficult, right? It's not going to be just kind of this, this kind of indie, you know, people are, we're making a bunch of NFT projects on Fiverr, right? And, and like those days are done. Yeah. Um, so it seems like the, the more, complex, the more value added type projects, you know, which is great for the space, I think are, are going to start to be coming. But do you see more of a, you know, of a move from, from, you know, again, like a, a, not to talk about like a contact center, but like some type of, of, you know, real infrastructure when it comes to this, for these, for these brands. I mean, do you see everybody hiring? Like what, what do you see kind of the, I guess the future of, of this as, as things maybe get more ticket oriented, um, maybe there's a, you know, the ease of use to get onto the platform, right? Or getting away from the MetaMask and kind of those types of things. And, and let's just say we have the kind of this, this influx of people. What are some of the things that you think, you know, might change or, or could be a little bit better for, for how things are done now? Um, there's a, you know, with, with discord, it's very limited with some things. Um, I think the, and a lot of people will mute discords and then they don't get any notifications. And so I think like the web two side of things helps a lot. Everybody's mm-hmm. it's so, it's so much easier for everyone that's new. Um, like getting an email, getting a text with an update of something um, like with V friends, we started doing um, weekly newsletters. We also do roundups, but we've been doing a newsletter as well. Um, 
that we've been sending out where, you know, all the information that happened that week, all the updates is in that and people can just get a quick read through. Um, I think having just everything, everything easy for, for new people is is the best way. Um, because metamasks are scary to people when you tell them that that seed phrase cannot be shared and you can't lose it and all of that. Like it's a, it's a scary thing even for me. Um, so I, I think making it seem like very easy and making it easy for people to learn, uh, I don't know if I answered your question, but no, no well, I, I gave you kind of a, that was a, like a 14 point question in, in, <laughs> in kind of one. Um, but I, I think I'm just excited to see the, you know, the evolution of this, right? Because I mean, this, we're not going to be stuck here, whether that is like we talked about having, you know, people go to their own websites, having, having a, another whole, I'm sure I guarantee there's some VC out there that is trying to develop the next discord for this specifically. Um, yeah. You know, and you just there's been such a such a downturn in the market that I think people are building now, right? There's yeah. there's going to be so many things that we we don't realize that are coming out, um, and I think Gary's kind of talked about that too in a lot of I don't say cryptic tweets, but you know, like things that he's starting to see on the on the background and and kind of where things are evolving there too. How do you guys? I don't want to say like keep up your skills, but like. You know, is there anything that that you guys bring to, to your dev team to say, hey, can we do this? Can we do this? Like, do you have like this wish list of things that you could do um, that 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 you wish, you know, were, were like if you could like snap your fingers and say, hey, we'd love to be able to do this. What are some of those kind of things? Yeah. So um, there's a few things because one, the tech team comes up with a lot of great ideas. Um, but two, you know. I think every project learns off of each other and what, what each other does. Um, like, for example, we made our VCon scanning app um, mm-hmm. and Token Proof did something very similar, but it's for any events and you only have to sign your wallet once and then you're done. And so with, with VFriends, with the VCon thing, I, I think I think it was similar, but you can't add new things. So like that, you know, those kind of texts are stuff that, you know, we we always like the tech team's always aware, like they, they pay attention to it, but we also like share it with them, like all the cool tech that's out there and to see like what tech would be useful for us and, and what, what tech can we share with our community in our own way to just benefit everyone uh, and to make the experience better. So we, we try to like, we learn off other projects and then we also come up with great ideas. Like the tech team's full of amazing well, well, they're very talented people, uh, and they have great they have great ideas. So, there's a few things. Yeah, <laughs> is there like a? It almost seems like there needs to be like a, like a moderator only Discord, right? Like moderators, like like is there anything kind of like that? Like, or do you just have friends and people that like talk that through? And yeah, so um, we do have there. Is, there is like a has like a little over a hundred people with just a bunch of moderators from different projects. Um, it's not like extremely active, but it, it has people from pretty much a lot of the big projects. Um, but it's not very, it's not really utilized enough where it could be beneficial for everyone. It's just more of like a place for, for everyone. It's just, it's amazing how early everything is. And you know, even, even looking at where you guys started and, you know, me being petrified of doing my wallet to now, um, you know, making mistakes, right? I mean, we've all kind of made, like, I've lost like eight grand, right? Just transferring to a non-Ethereum wallet, wanted to just like punch myself, yeah, right? And those are the things I think that p- people are kind of still s- scared of. Um, I'm kind of surprised that we've not seen anything 
you know, more streamlined to get more people on board. Like I still think there, there's a lot of friction, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes to, you know, putting money into a wallet, that, that space. I mean, have you heard any rumblings? And again, I know this gets a little bit off topic, but just because you're into the space so much on, on anything being worked on with that or, or, you know, what are your kind of thoughts on that as well? Uh, I, I personally don't pay too much attention to like crypto news or really like a lot of NFT news lately. Um, but I, I definitely seen something about like um, credit card companies like using like using credit right. Yeah, so I think that'll make it a lot easier. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it'll work, but it, it might just be a pin to your wallet. Um, yeah. So that'll make it a lot easier because it's the same exact thing they've been doing. Um, but the money's not refundable. Right. Uh, maybe there will be uh, one one day. There will probably be enough. Um, it, it'll be less. Um, what's the word? It'll be more frictionless, or like is it? Well, yeah, it, it will. It'll definitely be um, more frictionless. Um, it'll be less decentralized if, if we want. If we want more people to join, because right, like right, right. you know, decentralization is why a lot of people are here, but. The reason why a lot of people aren't here, majority of people aren't here is because of that, because they, they want that security. They want that safe feeling of, you know, if I make a mistake, it's okay because my money's not gone. But in, right now you make a mistake, all your money could be gone. That That's on your wallet. So that's <laughs> definitely something that keeps people away. Right. Right. Like my mom wants to be into it, but she wants me to do everything. Yeah. And I think you start to see something. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to do it. Um. Nick, I appreciate it. I mean, you went through my list. I, I added some other stuff in here too. I, I thank you so much. I mean, this has kind of been a, a really cool insight into again the, you know, arguably I say top three for me. It's number one. Um, you know, NFT, you know, platforms and, and and kind of the what you guys are doing at V Friends, the community that you guys have built, the community that you've been able to keep. Um, again, it is always a friendly place for anybody that's brand new, which a lot of discords are not. Um, when they have those kind of the, the, I call them, you know, probably like their OGs that are, you know, beat it, go to, go to another channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I think that there's a lot of thanks with that. I, just quickly too, how, how many members are on your team? Like how many moderators do you guys have? Moderators we have, I think 22. Um, so a, a decent sized moderation team, um, yeah. compared to a lot of other projects. Uh, so and then just last question with that too. Do, do do they have specific shifts? Like, are they on for four hours and three hours? Like, yeah, it's like it's like two or three hour shifts, depending on like what works best for them. Um, and and it is volunteer, and so we don't want we don't want them to overdo it or anything. We just like they a lot of them love doing it, um, and the experience. Like one of them, for example, um, she's like gotten so many. Like she's done so much security work for a bunch of top projects out there like boss beauties her name's crystal she's done like boss yeah. beauties all these other projects um and she started with v friends and, and and she made a tweet i think yesterday or maybe the day before just saying like how ever since she became a v friends moderator like it just she learned so much and, and it's it's helped her pay off a lot of debts so like that's just one example of like um kind of what we we strive to do at least is like i i strive to 
make sure that they get opportunities if they want them um, and, you know, to just develop their skills if they want to. Like, I, we don't want to push anything on them. We don't want to make them learn yeah. how to do this or that. But if they want to, like, it's always something that we want to help with. Do, and, and that just popped another question. Do you see as, as again, as this evolves in, in, I know I keep saying brands, but as, as kind of businesses that are yeah. you know, kind of outside of the space, start to come into space where you see with, you know, Starbucks and you see Nike and you see all these, these big companies come in. Do you see moderation as a, as a paid structure? Um, yeah. and, and something that, you know, they will have their professional kind of service teams with. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of projects who do pay. Um, they're always smaller teams though. Um, and so, yeah, it, and it also depends on, you know, there's some, pro- there's some companies that just don't care. Like I've seen some projects, I'm not going to name drop. Yeah, them, right. Like the companies made discords and there was no moderation and it was bad, like mm-hmm. very bad. Um, and so I, I think it just depends on the company's intention and what they know or who they know that, that can help them at least learn and understand like if they come into discord, what discord is and what's needed um, because moderation is hundred percent needed. So there's definitely a lot of paid positions out there already um, like discord manager positions. Uh, that's like a, a lot, most projects have one of those. Um, and then a, a lot of projects will also have paid moderators, uh, small team of paid moderators to cover a whole bunch of shifts. What if Discord just like when this all happened was like, oh my god, this is, you know, like it definitely, <laughs> yeah, they they definitely didn't expect it, um, and it's definitely like brought a lot of new people to Discord, and it and it also helped them learn like, hey, like we got a lot of these problems with spam and stuff, like we should work on it because they're like, I don't know how many more people they got because of NFTs, but it definitely increased a lot, a and lot. and so there's a lot more spam because there's a lot more money for scammers to try to to steal from people. And so that kind of motivated them to be like, okay, we, we need to fix the spam because there was a little bit of spam. Like, you know, you'd get a spam message every now and then on discord about like, Hey, you won this giveaway, right. depending on what discords you were in, you'd, you'd get it every once in a while. Um, and then it, it, when NFTs came, like you'd get one a day. So, and I, I think it's frustrating too. Like, I mean, I have my DMS blocked, right. And yep. most people do too. And that's it's good because most of the stuff is bad is scammy, but there is that every once in a while, right? When somebody does want to reach out or when, you know, you are in the right, you know, channel and you are trying to sell something or, mm-hmm. and, and you can't, or it's more difficult to have those conversations. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a lot more difficult because everybody's on edge. Everybody's trying to, to keep the assets. Who's screwing me? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what's the catch? Like, what, what do you mean this? Like, you know, so that, that that's definitely like a, a, a big part of the sentiment is everybody's just, you know, it's definitely hurt. Like, one-on-one conversations because a lot mm-hmm. of people are just too scared to dm people um which you know i think over time people will get like will learn that hey it's not that bad you just gotta be careful what you're doing like don't click a link they send you or don't click this or that right what uh what v friends do you have i have a core legendary lemur okay and a goo gift goat from gary oh nice, nice. and then i have i have a few series twos i i had a i had a another series one um but i sold it recently um because the eth price i'm I'm trying to buy another one back right now but the eth price went down so much that it was just a nice loss to 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 get um and and besides i I wanted to get a new character just because i had the magnanimous maltese and i don't dislike the character i love dogs yeah um but yeah i was like i want to i want to see if i can just snipe like a good character or maybe a rare at the yeah. floor with the now's the time. Yeah. 
I'm hoping it goes down a little more. I need I need it to go down a little more, just a little bit more, so I can pick one up and then go wherever it was. Oh, I think the project's a lot of fun now too, because you do have a lot of options, right? If you want to go real super high end, or if you just have literally a couple hundred bucks, um, and you can do that, or you can even start building uh uh tokens as well. Yeah. So all right, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Um I will throw out um all your social stuff here. Um as well for so if anybody who wants to hit you up on on Twitter, I know you're not huge on on the uh, in the LinkedIn space, but um, I have I have LinkedIn. I'll I'll send you my LinkedIn. All right, no, I already have it. But yeah. All right, Nick, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining. A lot of really cool insights, and uh, I have a couple questions that came in here that I'll, maybe I'll just shoot you an email and uh, and we can do something else at, at a later time. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right, Nick. Thanks, man.